Good evening, everybody. It is another episode of 180 Degrees. You are tuned in to 729 AM. I am your host, Zoe George. I am currently the only one in studio, as you guys know, if you listened last week or if you didn't. We said goodbye to one of our most favorite hosts, Inga Stoffels. She's no longer with us, but she's still in our hearts. It was a great two years. It was so much fun having her on, but she's on to an entirely new adventure. I'm sure you also remember she was joined by some interesting people last week, and they will most likely be joining us in the near future. But as I said earlier, for tonight, it is just me here in studio, and I'm going to be with you guys until 8 o'clock. We are still up in our Moot Takeover. It is Youth Month, and Moot is here once again. We have Jacqueline, we have Melissa Richards, who's an educator and a Moot coach, here to talk to us about her like adventures in this field. If you guys would like to see us as we talk about this, please visit our Facebook page where we will be on Facebook Live. If you want to check that out, that will be happening at about 20 past 7 on our on 79 Copsa Council slash 79K Pulpit. We will be live on Facebook. If you guys want to talk to us, you can WhatsApp us at 081-729-1657. We love hearing from you. If you want to SMS us old-fashioned style, you can also send us an SMS at 37988. We love, love, love hearing from you guys. And yeah, how was your weekend? My weekend was pretty chilled, actually. I celebrated the birthday of someone very, very special to me all throughout the weekend, starting with a family dinner on Saturday night, ending off with the other side of the family having another dinner on Sunday. If you would like to tell me how your weekend went, and I'd love to hear from you, you can WhatsApp me at 081-729-1657. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town. What's down in Cape Town? Cape Town. Ah, uh, Alive in You by Jesus Culture. That is the song we just listened to here on 180 Degrees. Now, as you heard from the ID, we are in the What's Down in Cape Town section of the show. Now, I'm sure you're thinking to yourself, Zoe, we are in winter. Who wants to go down into Cape Town? We want to go down into our beds. You know, it's too cold to go out and do some stuff. Well, first of all, I would tell you to look at the weather because we've been seeing quite a bit of sun, strangely enough, despite the fact that we are literally in one of the coldest months of the year. But anyways, I digress. We have three fun-filled activities you might consider doing this week in Cape Town. Two of them I did not see myself doing, but then I thought to myself, actually, this is a great opportunity. The first one, which is one of the ones I did not see myself doing, was hiking because you know, it's cold. You know, you don't exactly want to go outside and like be exposed to the elements. But on a nice day when it is quite sunny, it can be quite fun to go hiking. Surprisingly enough, hiking in in winter in Cape Town is an extremely popular activity. Winter in Cape Town can also be known as the green season because the rains bring out various flora at at new rates. And I can say that this is true. I have I live in an apartment, but I have a few plants on my balcony. And I'm telling you, they are thriving with all the rain they're getting. And I'm not even watering them anymore. We have previously focused on some amazing hiking trails, so I won't list any right now. But some popular ones you might consider going on to see all new flora is Lion's Head, Chapman's Peak, Yonkers Hook Nature Reserve. I've been there. It's already beautiful in the summer, so imagine how amazing it'll be in the winter. Admission to, admission to the various hiking trails will depend will vary depending on which one you go to but it should usually be very affordable the next one is to go ice skating now i know in many countries where there there is snow 
people will tend to ice skate over frozen lakes or various bodies of water. So it's not so strange to tell you guys to go to an ice skating rink to go ice skating. Whether you're young or just young at heart, who doesn't want to go ice skating in winter? You can reminisce of a winter wonderland. The ice station at Grand West Casino and Entertainment World is one of the best places to go ice skating in Cape Town. It is home to the only indoor ice skating rink in the Western Cape. The ice station at Grand West invites first-timers, amateurs, mid-level to pretty great and professional ice skaters to hone their ice skating skills while having tons of fun on the rink. How amazing is that? If you are interested in going, note that an hour session is 65 Rand. However, a two-hour session is 75 Rand. So if you find yourself enjoying this activity, it will be hard not to spring for the two-hour session. Now the last one, and certainly not the least one, the only one I have not done yet, is to spend a night at the theater. And I'm not just talking about any old new metro or Sturkinik or cinema. I am talking about Cape Town's very own Labia Theater. Now the Labia Theater is the oldest independent art repertory cinema in South Africa, showcasing the best off-circuit independent movies, foreign films, documentaries, classics, and various other alternatives, as well as circuit films. This makes the famous Labia Theater the epitome of old-school cinema at its very best, and any old school movie buff's dream come true. Now the theater is open from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And all the shows cost 70 rand per head. But students, children, seniors and fanatics can pay 50 rand with the right identification. Zoe on 180 degrees. 180 degrees on I Am Youth Movement. It is 21 past the hour of 7 o'clock p.m. and you are tuned into 7 to 9 a.m. on 80 degrees. We are currently in the middle of our moot takeover. As you know, it is Youth Month. So we are once again joined by Jacqueline Kanya and Melissa Richards, who is an educator and a moot coach. I just like to say good evening to all three of you. Evening, Zoe. Thank you for having us again. Thank you so much for being in studio. It's so fantastic to have you. If you guys are listening and you'd perhaps like to see us as well, you can also tune in to our Facebook page, which is 79 Cops Council slash 79K Pulpit. But how are you doing, Jacqueline? I'm good. And yourself? (laughs) I'm doing well, actually. I just finished my exam. So life seems very, very great at this point in time. But Melissa, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Zoe. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. I'd like to ask you, can you tell us a bit more about yourself? Oh, wow. Good evening, listeners. Um, I'm Melissa Richards. I'm an educator at Zikufla High School. I'm recently um, a mood coach. Um, I teach EMS and life orientation at my school. I enjoy cooking and um, I enjoy eating the meals that I prepare. (laughs) (laughs) On weekends, I also like chilling at the beach and doing small walks. Hmm. Lovely. Lovely, yeah. Um, I think uh, everyone la- loves visiting the beach. So, Melissa, um, can you tell us more about your mood journey? Okay, my mood journey started in 2020. We, I um, was trained as a mood coach at Fairmont High School. Um, it's been excellent. It's been great. I learned to engage with learners. I learned to... Um, experience um, more about the values that Moot has, the value to the courage to care, the courage to love, and the courage to say no. Um, So as a trained Moot coach, how has Moot impacted your life and the lives of the youth, even the teachers around you that's involved with Moot? So Moot has impacted my life. Um, It taught me to be courageous. It taught me to stand out. It taught me 
to deal with my personal issues um, with together with Moot. It made me become a stronger person, and it just learned me how to deal with my challenges. Mm. Hmm, that's pretty cool. So I have another question. Currently, Moot's theme for the year is courage over fear. That can mean a lot of things to a lot of people, but what does this mean to you specifically, and why do you think it is important for youth to have courage instead of fear? Courage over fear means to me, it means to be positive, to have cool vibes, to have positive vibes all the time, to be a fearless human. Also, all um, um, youth needs to be fearless. They need to just mm. live and embrace and be a fearless human. I so agree, honestly. I feel like when you're young, well, I, I say that as if I'm, you know, old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I feel like when you're young, you know, you have very little, res- generally, you have very little responsibilities. Yeah. You're also a bit more audacious because maybe you don't have that, I don't know, like the edge that older people tend to have. Mm, so it's, yes. it is very important to be fearless and to go after what you want. You are laying the foundations for your future. Yeah, yes. Melissa, the next question uh, more relates to what you've just been asked. So as a mid coach, role model to many, what tips can you give to our young people in order for them to be able to overcome and to conquer their fears? Okay, the tips that I would give is to always to be optimistic, um, to look at life and be driven by your challenges and to see your fears as stepping stones to achieve greatness in your life. All right, lovely. Um, so how would you respond when you see one of the students being left out in your classroom? Oh, my goodness, my students are my everything. I love them to both, <laughs> so no one um, will be excluded. Uh, most definitely, I will ensure that they are included with the classmates. Um, I'll make sure that the learner feels loved and part um, in the classroom. Mm. So how can you transform a challenging experience into a positive lesson and an opportunity for growth? If there is a process, would you be able to explain it? Um, I think we all go through challenges and um, stepping stones in our lives, so we need to just develop and grow from there. We need to use that negatives and turn it into something positive. Yeah, so true, because I feel like life, you know, throws you many curveballs. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah. Uh, we need to be able to... Um, yeah overcome whatever challenges that we come across as young people. So true. Yeah. Right, Melissa, um, can you tell us of your experiences, both positive and negative, that um, that you've experienced that have shaped you to be the person that you are, are today? Okay, if I look at positive experiences, it will personally be my background, my family, um, the people that I've surrounded myself with, they have made me to um, I am today. Negatives will also be the environment, the gangsterism, the drug abuse and the area yeah. that I come from. Sure. Mm. Um, but definitely the choice was mine to be positive, to be, um, to have courage to love, the courage to care and the courage to say yes. no to certain things. Totally. Yeah. You become a better person by standing up for your own values. Yeah. Your life shouldn't be t- t- determined by society or the environment that you're mm. in. Yeah. So you made the better choices for yourself. Mm. So true. Um, so, um, what motivati- motivational message uh, would you like to leave with our listeners? The message that I'd like to leave is that life isn't about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. Wow. Mm. 
I love that one. I feel like that's a special. Could you kindly repeat that, Melissa? For us? <laughs> okay, I can do that. Okay, so life isn't about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. Lovely, yeah. yeah. I do like that. I feel like, well, you know, I guess we can say we've currently just come out of the pandemic. Or I don't know if we're out officially, but it has been downgraded Yeah. from pandemic status to endemic status. So for, the, for these past two years, it has been an incredibly tr- challenging time for a lot of people, a lot yeah. of organizations. And we spoke to people over this time about how they were dealing with it. We spoke to various NGOs about what they were doing. And some of them, you know, it's it's sad to see how they... You're literally providing food for people who no longer have the means to feed themselves and then their trucks get ransacked Mm. as they're doing, you know, good things. So that's very good advice because they still found a way to put a positive spin on what had happened. Yes. And I have a question of my own, actually, that it's going to might throw you off a bit, but I would like to (laughs) ask. (laughs) I'd like to ask you, like, what is the best part? about doing this for you personally oh wow i just enjoy it i just enjoy being a mood coach i enjoy being an educator i just enjoy being me i just enjoy 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 yeah i guess that is the most important part that you just genuinely enjoy it so what are some of the ways that anyone who is listening may be able to get involved and what should they do Okay, if you want to join the Moot organization, I think you can speak to Jackie. You have to go onto the website. You can check the Instagram page. Um, that's about it, I think. Oh, can you share some of those pages with us? Okay, I think Jackie will be able to give us those. <laughs> um, so um, we're on, on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, TikTok, um, and our... Um, LinkedIn. Yes, and LinkedIn. YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. Yeah. All the various platforms. Yeah, yeah. Yes. at Mood South Africa. And um, you can email us on info at mood.org.za. Now I have a question posed to all three of you. I remember in the beginning of the month, you let us all know that Moot had something very exciting cooking. And I went <laughs> and I went and I followed your Facebook page because that's currently the only social media I'm on. And I saw what it is. Like it's, it's people coming and doing inspirational videos, but can you tell us a bit more about that and how that's going? All right. So on the 16th of, of June, which uh, was our National Youth Day, yes. we had a campaign called uh, Every 60 Minutes. Mm-hmm. So the theme was Courage Over Fear. So yes. what? So we interviewed um, young people within different regions in South Africa, asking them what Courage Over Fear meant to them. So each individual responded differently as to what courage of fear. So we just wanted them to step out of the shell to Mm. uh, express themselves, to be able to say that, okay, this is what it means to me. And um, life may throw me off, but Mm. that is not going to determine my future. So each young person came out and they spoke about how they felt um, and how what that uh, theme, uh, how it resonated with them personally. Mm. And how did you feel about the campaign? It's, is it still running? No, it was just only for oh, that day. So what happened initially, it started from midnight. Yes. Midnight when, um, okay, so it was the 15th of June. So literally at <laughs> 12 midnight on the 16th of June, the campaign started. So every hour we posted a video of a young person until the following um, midnight. So it was every hour throughout the entire day wow. on different social platforms. Mm. 24 videos in total. 24, I'm sure 24 so. youth 
Oh my goodness. I'm sure the person who coordinates your social media was like drinking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> to stay awake all through that. Post that was me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so do you think you'll do this again next year? Uh, I think we'll yeah, do something. Certainly similar. something or we might even develop it to be, uh, to be something better. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's really interesting. Oh, I don't want to bring this interview to an end, but I guess we are moving closer and closer to that time. So I'd just like to, I, I've already asked Melissa, but I want to ask you too, Tanya and Jacqueline, <laughs> if you have anything that you'd like to leave the audience with, anything motivational. Because I've never actually posed this question to the two of you, now that I think about it. Okay, <laughs> I think uh, Jackie will leave and then I'll follow <laughs> Um, I would say, um, just be yourself. Don't, um, okay, maybe I should go with, um, with a theme, courage over fear. Um, so don't allow fear to, um, stop you from going for, for your dreams. Because if I think about myself when I was in school, I really wanted to do sports, but I was so shy. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so that just stopped me. And I even wanted to do cycling and I missed out on getting that mm-hmm. opportunities. So don't allow fear to stop you from reaching those opportunities. Yeah. And your goals. So true. I feel like that like reminds me a little of what, like also what I said, you know, about being young. And like not being afraid. Mm. And it also ties in with the courage to care. Oh my gosh. (laughs) All right. So from my side, I'd say that um, as young people, we shouldn't be discouraged by uh, the challenges that we come across on a daily basis. Um, We all go through um, different challenges and um, it's not easy Mm. as you grow older. But uh, that does not determine your success. It does not determine your future. Um, what I could possibly say is that our main focus should also be on mental health, mm-hmm. that should you have any goals, find the people that you need to talk to, find people that can be able to assist you. Do not let your sorrows or your burdens drown you. Um, always find um, means of pulling yourself and, and not letting um, fear or discouragement uh, let you down. Oh, well said. Extremely well said. Thank you, guys. I feel like I'm in studio with the three wise men. (laughs) But this was really such a very nice interview. I'm so thankful that you were, you graced us this evening, all three of you. Thank you so much. Thank you. We should say more thank you to Melissa. Yes, thank (laughs) you, Melissa. (laughs) Thank you so much. Now, as we end this off, let's just head on into the mystery Bible quiz section of the show. 180 Degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Welcome to the Mystery Bible Quiz section of the show. You might be a little bit confused as to where you are, but we're going to ask you some questions and you have the opportunity to send us some messages, answers. This week's question is... Who wrote the majority of the books in the book of Psalms? Now, as you know, there are well over 150 Psalms, maybe 150 on the dot. Maybe I'm exaggerating. Who knows? But the majority of these Psalms were written by a particular figure in the Bible, actually a monarch. That's the only clue I'm going to give you. But if you have any idea who it is, you don't have to know who the other versions were written who the other psalms were written by but the one who wrote the most you can send us a whatsapp to 081-729-1657 or you can sms us at 37988 we would love to hear from you follow us on facebook today i am radio 
And who the sun sets free is truly free indeed. That wonderful song we just listened to was God is on the Throne by Planet Shakers. Who doesn't love a good Planet Shakers song? I mean, literally one of the top worship groups out there. But let me stop fangirling. I, it's hard for me to do that, but I'm going to stop right now. I asked you guys a question that formed a part of this week's Bible quiz section of the show. And the question was, who wrote the majority of the books in the book of Psalms? Now, the answer to that question is King David. He is said to have written over a third of all the books in Psalms, or rather all the chapters in Psalms. We don't know who wrote at least like a third of them, but there are various many writers. David is so popular, I mean, so well known for having written all these psalms, mainly all to God, praising him. And if you just want to read something that's very inspiring, that is a great book to go to. Now, to all of you guys who participated, thank you so much. We do love hearing from you. It is always great to get messages from the listeners. Now, let's head into the happy health tip section of the show. We have some fun tips that are very relevant to today health tips how to be happy in your health it's not just about being healthy it's about being happy should be quite interesting chocolates are the true source of happiness no truer words have ever been said. Chocolates are the true source to happiness. I mean, I've never seen anyone looking sad holding a bar of chocolate. That's just me. So I have five tips for you guys. As you all know, um, we are no longer required to wear masks. The mask mandate has been lifted and now you can be in public areas and indoor areas and you don't need to wear your mask. I believe previously masks were... You know, the mask mandate had been lifted if you were out in public, but now the mask mandate has been lifted completely. So we have five tips for you to continue to stay healthy, even though you will no longer have the masks. The first one is to carry around hand sanitizer. Now, I was personally doing this even before the pandemic, just because I like to stay clean. But carrying around hand sanitizer allows you to keep yourself healthy. We come into contact with germs every day and having a little bottle of hand sanitizer in your pocket allows you to cut the spread of germs by just keeping your hands clean. Because, I mean, it's crazy how many things we touch. And if you just kill the germs one time before you put it onto your food or onto your face or into your house or touch a family member, you can save yourself a world of just infections. The next one is to continue to maintain some distance from people now, although we no longer have to keep six feet apart like the movie. (laughs) It is still generally a good idea to not be too close to people in public. You never know if someone will just randomly sneeze on you. Funny story. One time when I was doing my hair, the hairdresser just casually like sneezed on me. I was sick for a very long time. Obviously, you can't like stay six feet apart from the person doing your hair. But it's generally good to not be too close to someone to to avoid a mishap like that. Germs can be easily spread when you are in close contact with someone. Diseases like the flu, the common cold can be transmitted through physical touch. And they can be airborne. Staying apart from people is something we should try and keep in the back of our minds. The next one is to wear a mask if you are sick and out in public. Now, I know what you're thinking. Zoe, the mask mandate has been lifted. Why are you telling me to wear a mask? 
If you do find yourself sick and you have to go out in public, maybe you're living alone and you need to just quickly dash out to buy something, wearing a mask can stop you from transmitting any diseases you might have onto other people. It's just a responsible decision, really. Um, yeah, it doesn't, especially if you want to sneeze or cough, it keeps it within. So that's a very good thing to keep at the back of your head. And if you just bought yourself a pack of masks like I did before I found that the mandate had been lifted, this is a great way to use up those new masks. The next one is to stay at home when you are sick. Even before we found ourselves in the middle of an international pandemic, it was considered generally good manners to isolate yourself when you are deathly sick, mostly because it was assumed that the ailed person will need rest. But now we should also do it to avoid the spread of diseases. It's not really fair or responsible to go out in public if you're feeling a little under the weather and you are actively sick and have many symptoms. The last one, but certainly not the least, is a health tip that we generally have provided you guys with over the years, and that is to stay hydrated. As you know, it is generally considered good to drink about two liters of water a day. Staying hydrated is also one of the ways you can keep your health at optimum capacity. After all, we humans are 70% water, so now is the best time to invest in a water bottle to stay hydrated, to keep yourself healthy, and to make sure that you don't get sick now that that extra layer of protection, the masks have been stripped from us. Now that's all we have for you guys this week on the happy health tips. Tweet us at I am Y movement. Be one by Natalie Grant. And that is the ending song here on 180 degrees. It is 12 minutes until 7 p.m. I am Zoe George, your host here. You're tuned into 79 a.m. And we are currently at the bottom of the hour, which is crazy because I feel like I just walked in to start the show. But if you guys missed this show and you'd like to hear it again, you can check it out on our podcast. It should be uploaded in about two days. You can find it on our website, www.kpulpit.co.za. Alternatively, if you'd like to hear and see us at the same time, you can also check us out because we were live on Facebook on our Facebook page, 729 Cops slash 729 Cape We were participating in our moot takeover. So we had Jacqueline and Kanya in studio and all three of us triple tag teamed interviewed Melissa Richards, a moot coach and ed- educator, Edia Kui Oh my goodness, I feel like I just butchered that. But she's an educator at a high school. They are still currently here in studio with me. And you know what? I don't even want to say goodbye. I almost, I almost want to bring them back on and ask, <laughs> and ask them a few questions. But, you know, as we are at the end of the show, you know, the bottom of the hour, we're saying goodbye. We're going to be back again next week to continue the moots take over because just because youth month ends doesn't mean youth matters have ended. So tune in again next week for another fun filled show. You guys don't want to miss it. But for now, this has been Zoe George on 180 degrees and I am signing out, but do not turn off your radio. Stick around for the next youth show. That's going to go on afterwards. It's going to be a fun one with Brad as he gives you a top five. It's going to be really cool, but goodbye for now.